Welcome to the Supreme Splendor podcast, your invitation into and the support along the journey from fear to love. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. This is your guidance to remembering that and you're returning home to your authentic nature, which is love. I'm Bethany Inez. It is my absolute honor to channel the support you need on this journey to you. Welcome to the final episode in our Supreme Seven series, Aligning All Parts of You. If you found yourself with this podcast being the first one you were listening to, there is something I need to share with you before you go any further. Our initial seven Supreme Splendor podcasts are set up for you as a series of lessons. Think of them as different ways to see the human experience of life. Each of these views can be quite a lot to take in, so we break each point down to explore in depth per episode. Each episode then builds on the knowledge from the one before, meaning for parts of it to make sense, you will need to have listened to the ones before. You're welcome to listen to this one first anyways if you like. However, if anything isn't landing for you, simply go back to the first one to fill in the gaps. Beyond that, we've done something quite unique with this podcast in that we've created it to be interactive. If you visit supremesplendor.com and access the podcast from that page, you'll see there is a section for you to leave questions on any episode. We've done this to create a way that we can support you to really understand what is being shared in each episode. Once the series of seven are up, our ongoing podcast will be me responding to the questions that have been left there. From supremesplendor.com, you can also access our weekly Supreme Splendor Women's Circle, where you can come along to explore further each of these lessons with me and a tribe of women who are dedicated in doing this journey from fear to love. This entire series of seven has been showing you the parts that are involved in journeying from fear to love through understanding where the fears begin to the parts of ourselves where it presents and how to use the experience of life to travel from one way of being to another. In our final episode, we're doing exactly as the title claims. We are aligning all parts of you. The first question, though, is aligning you to what? Firstly, all three parts of you are to be in alignment with each other, that being your physical body, your mind, and your spirit. All three of these parts are to exist in unison with each other, all coming into the devotion of the one way of being. That is you creating yourself as the highest, healthiest version of you. Without these parts of yourself all being connected in this way, a human will not come into peace within themselves. And peace is a core desire for you to live from. Thing is, creating peace doesn't stop there. So far we've discussed that to be in alignment, your physical body is to be seen and managed as an expression of your spirit, that your mind to be in alignment is to be directed by your spirit with your spiritual essence then emerging as the embodiment of your being. Now you've arrived to your spirit. So how does your spirit align with itself? My response is, it doesn't. Your spirit is to align with your soul and your soul is to align to one of the two options that we have here in the human experience, fear or love. These two pole points have many other titles, light or dark, good or bad, God or Satan. 
all of which, when you strip them back, are returning to the same point. Your options are only ever fear or love. Thing is, when was the last time you stopped and consciously chose your option? I've shared many times that your spirit will give you any experience you like here. Your spirit desires to experience and it doesn't differentiate between an experience being good or bad. It simply is here to experience whatever it is directed into. Yet it is your soul that is directing where your spirit is to go. And your soul is making that direction based out of what it has been devoted to, fear or love. A soul that is devoted to the energy of love creates heaven on earth within itself and for those around them. A soul that is devoted to the energy of fear creates their own hell and transfers that out into the world around them too. Both options are available to you and both are potentialities for you to move into in any moment. Meaning shifting into one option doesn't mean you maintain lifetime access there. You can shift between these two options in any moment of any day. What is it that creates the devotion to one or the other in your soul? Your free will choosing. Want to know the scariest part in that? Most humans aren't aware that it's a choice they get to make, and not just a choice they get to make, but one they need to make. In their unawareness, they go to the default choice, which as we are here in the dense vibration of the human experience, the closest choice by default is fear. Anytime you are not making this conscious choice for which one you will serve, you are defaulting to fear being your soul's energy of choice. No choice is indeed a choice after all. A soul that has chosen love will then guide the spirit into experiences of love, yet a soul that has chosen or defaulted to fear will then guide the spirit into experiences based out of fear. All the while, the human is unaware. The human in their unawareness, is perceiving that they are at the effect of life and so are consumed with how to survive within the experience. In this distraction, they don't see how easy it would be to create something better. I wonder what would happen if everyone knew they simply needed to make the choice. What I have learned is that in our humanness, not only are we unaware of the necessity of making the choice, we are especially unaware of how regularly we need to make this choice. The more I learn about energies and how easy it is for a human to be programmed, the more I am aware that we need to be in a continuous claiming of our soul, continuously surrendering the energy of fear and devoting ourselves to the vibration of love. How do you do this? It's actually quite simple. You use your intention to state it. In your intention, through the words you say yes, but mostly through how you feel within yourself, you are able to instantly align yourself with the vibration of love. That is, unless you choose to align with fear, which you are of course more than welcome to do, you have free will after all. Why is it as simple as setting your intention? Because as we've been layering on here, 
You are first a spiritual being who is having a human experience. You are an essence of the oneness of all, and since that energy is within you, you setting your intention towards anything then creates it. Which is why you can create both love and fear in any second of any day. Our intention is everything, and it is powerful beyond measure. However, your intention unchecked is creating chaos in this world, and likely you have no idea to the degree to which it does. As I have stepped more into my power, I have learnt how powerful my intention and therefore my energy is. Had I been shown this decades ago, I never would have believed it to the degree that I experience it today. Yet now, it's so obvious. When I set my energy on anything fear-based, I create massive damage in my life and even in the lives of those around me. When my attention is set on the energy of love, it's equally as powerful in the opposite direction, where I can create what can be perceived as miracles manifesting the life my heart so deeply desires. Both possibilities exist and both are simply waiting on my choice to then activate. When are we supposed to make this choice, you may ask? My answer is, what about right now, in this current moment without delay? Which energy do you choose for your soul to be devoted to, fear or love? Once you know Make the choice through setting your intention and then simply notice what happens next. Each choice has a vibration and in that vibration there is an energy that you can feel. You will feel it in your physical body and for those of you who become really in tune in the energetic fields around you too. When you choose to devote yourself to love, there is a lightness that will form within you a freedom and expansiveness that will shift your energy, bringing you into an elated state of joy and bliss. Let's just say that when you choose fear, it's not quite the same. You're probably asking right now, what's the point of this choice even existing? If one brings us misery, why is it even an option? For that, we need to come back to the concept I gave you in episode four balancing form and flow, where we are connecting with understanding how we are each an expression of God, that we are a portion of the energy that is the oneness of all. In this episode, I describe that humanity was created when God asked itself that one big question, what would it be like to not know myself? In that moment, there was a split, like a bang, and the opposite to God was formed in a state of not knowing itself. With God being love, the opposite, fear, was also then formed. Humanity then are existing with the option of living in either of the options, to remember themselves as love, returning then to being the oneness, or to stay in the choice of fear, creating separation. Do you see, it's not just that you have a choice to make, It's that the entire reason you are here is for that choice. The only way to come back to the oneness is to choose love. The only way back from seeing the separation 
and therefore living in the illusion of fear is to make the choice that removes you from fear. The more you practice making this choice, the more you connect back to who you truly are, which is God. In making these choices, you are living out your portion of the energy of God, coming back to itself through completing the full circle of separating from itself into what it is not, to then return to the discovery of what it is. In your acceptance of love, your willingness to be love, you return. In the denial of love, in the attachment to fear, you separate yourself from the truth of who you are and you disable all of the power that would come with it. What's really important to notice here is that in the experience of the initial question and separation, humanity was formed as the opposite, the asleep part of God that doesn't remember itself. When you can really grasp this, you can then see something vital here. That humanity, built on fear, is set up with all of the instincts that are the opposite to remembering as their default and foundation. So to once again find yourself is to release yourself from the human instinctual desires. When a human is tapped into their soul, the desire to remember emerges. You know those spiritual moments that a human being has, the ones they believe they can only have from time to time, are still a window into this. In the spiritual experience, there is an internal warming that happens, a peace that occurs and the distinct feeling of being home again. The human lives it like it was this special occurrence that took all of the moments of the event aligning to create it. They miss that all they did was disconnect from the world around them so that they could find what is always existing within them. Thing is, if you unlock that you are first a spiritual being who is simply having the human experience, you connect to that sense of home in all moments of every day. While yes, you are still in the experience of the human world around you, you are no longer feeling the emptiness and separation that so easily comes with it. Coming out of the human condition and into the spiritual awakening is a process that develops over time. While you can stimulate it through spiritual events and plant medicine, for example, you cannot immediately bring it into your human experience. Your body simply isn't able to hold the truth. Your mind can't compute it. And your spirit is still here, desiring to experience its opposite. It takes time to reorganize yourself, to get your human out of the way so that you can connect back to your true essence. And not only does it take time, it takes a willingness to go there. A lady who has been listening to this podcast series asked me at a women's circle why this information that I'm sharing wasn't shared in the world. She was frustrated saying how it was such vital pieces to doing life, yet our leaders don't share it. We don't teach it in schools, and here she is as an adult trying to catch up to something that would have transformed her reality. I began to point out to her that simply because someone is leading our world, it doesn't mean they know the truth of existence. Our world, after all, vibrates at the level of 200, and truth is sitting at 1,000. 
someone leading this low, dense energy doesn't mean they are above the energy. Likely, they are right in the middle of it. Could there be people running the world that know a better way that aren't sharing with humanity? Perhaps. Yet rather than point fingers at who has been keeping it from us, why don't we look at what happened when we were told? Jesus made it all the way to the vibration of a thousand, which is the level of ultimate love and truth. And when he shared that truth with humanity, humanity killed him. Humans, at the vibration they are currently at, or at least were at in that time, can't hear the truth. It's too much for them, so it activates the intensity of the fear they are living in and they do whatever they can to shut it back down again, happily murdering peace and love so they can stay in pain and misery. How exactly is this information meant to get through? We as humanity are shifting all the time. In this current season of life, humans are waking up at a rapid rate. The speed of the awakening is also equally activating the darkest depths of fear in our energetic field. I mean, where do you think COVID erupted from anyways? So how does humanity do this and do this faster? How does humanity wake up and return ourselves back to being the oneness of all? The answer is radical self-responsibility. The more that we accept that everything is coming from us, the more that we go inwards for the power to change it. As we find the power that is within us, we discover who we are and we continue to wake up. As more of humanity wakes up, the vibration of existence rises. The higher that the energy of the human experience rises into, the easier it is for others around us to break out of their lower vibration levels too. What I mean by this is that the vibration of the individual is significantly impacting the vibration of the world. No man is an island, and when we know that we come from the oneness of all, we know that we are still connected to the all. The state of one's energy flows into the fields of everyone around them. For the world to rise, the individual needs to rise, and the individual rises by going inwards. And here is the ultimate trick humanity is under, preventing them from achieving that. Everyone is consumed by looking outwards for someone or something else to complete them. In this distraction, they are missing it. If you fully tapped into the energy of who you are, you wouldn't need the energy of anyone else to complete you. You would find that the universe already exists within you. Humanity activating being the energy of God is only possible when all humans are complete within themselves, truly knowing that the only source of energy they need is already within them. Look how it plays out. Every human, to some degree, lives in pain because one or both parents didn't love them in the ways that they wanted to be loved. Yet while they are focused on the parent, they aren't then giving that love to themselves. They then move on to friendships that tend to end up falling short 
with the human still aching from the gap that the friend didn't fill. The needs, the the entertainment, the support all being sought outside of themselves rather than asking for it from within. So many friendships ended out of the gap of where each human wouldn't be responsible for themselves. They then move on to their intimate partnership. This one is the biggest one. Because now you are entering the fairy tale concept of finding the one that will complete you. The one that will make all of your pain go away. The one that is meant to love you unconditionally. All while the person expecting that is still not loving themselves unconditionally. Humanity have made such a mess in this particular area that we now live in a trend that's even more delusional than the first, the trend of needing to be with multiple energies. Humans still in the belief that they need something from others to feel complete and now convincing themselves or energetically being convinced that it is growth to say that they can't get all of their needs met by the one person so instead they'll become complete through multiple partners at the same time. In the delusion they miss the truth that is so obviously staring them in the face. You aren't supposed to get anything from anyone else. You are meant to find it all within yourself. You are meant to journey inwards to discover that all you could ever need already exists within you. In the delusion, instead of going inwards, they projected their needs outwards once again. In the delusion, they perceived this as them being wise. No, you aren't meant to get all of your needs met by the one person. You are meant to fulfill all of your needs for yourself. If you tapped into the depths of the truth of you being God, you would never look outwards for what is already within. In the external search, humans have kept humanity asleep. This perpetual desire to outsource our needs rather than dive into the responsibility within is destroying humanity, keeping us away from the experience of actual love and in that, keeping us away from returning to the oneness. If a human would stop seeking to outsource their needs through the people around them, they would finally come into the fullness of themselves. Through being in the fullness of yourself, you free others to do the same. This trend is terrifying, mostly because it's been woven into the concept of growth, though really, if you look closely enough, many low vibration concepts have made their way in there. To me it seems so obvious, yet for a trend to occur, clearly it is not obvious to the masses. Why? Because we are in a world where the masses are disconnected from these two choices. A world where humans are not aware that they have a responsibility to continuously choose the vibration of love over the energy of fear. It is a perception of fear that needs something from outside of themselves. It is a perception of fear that looks outside of themselves to seek anything. It is a perception of fear because when you are in love, you know you are God. How do we get ourselves out of this mess? 
we choose love continuously, even if it means claiming it over ourselves hundreds of times in a day. If you recognized how many times simply by being in the human experience you are exposed to the fear-based energy of the world, you would understand that continuously point. It takes less than a second to program a human. Are you being conscious of what energy you are exposing yourself to in all moments of your day? When I say that our freedom depends on humanity being radically self-responsible, I am literally saying holding the responsibility for being in the vibration of love for every moment of every day. In responsibility, we stop covering up our attempts to outsource our needs with projections over others, and without that distraction, we return to the power that is within. When we do that, we once again awaken to who we are. Can you see it? Each time we have an expectation on others, we are cut off from the energy of love. Each time we are judging them, we want something from them, something we need to be giving to ourselves. Each time we are seeking others to complete our energy, we have reached the boundary of what we are willing to give ourselves. Yet if we knew the depths of our power and limitlessness, the boundary wouldn't exist. The journey is always to go inwards, finding new ways to unlock your needs from within yourself. You, after all, are the source of all of the energy you could ever need. You'll find that out once you are complete within yourself. Here's the best part. When you are complete and you unite with another human who is complete, that is when love truly exists. Our support on your journey from fear to love doesn't end here. Beyond downloading these seven life views to you and giving you a chance to interact with questions, we are providing you with another regular space of support as you journey. Supreme Splendor is hosting weekly circles available to our female listeners. This is a space for sharing, for gaining knowledge, for processing the human experience, and for finding women you can walk with who are doing the same. Go to supremesplendor.com to connect with how you can join these circles. This journey is not an easy one. I'm looking forward to providing you another way to lighten your load.